literally it, it blows my mind bro it's like the same way that she hates paul red i'm like how do you hate these things bro like how do you have any negative opinion yeah, like i can i can see indifference i can see like being like yeah like i don't you know paul red isn't for Johnson? me or like lo-fi <laughs> isn't for me but to straight up not like it, it just, i don't I, know I, I just like it for background music i'm not gonna like you know, I'm not bumping it. It's you good know, studying. But it's nice, it's good, good studying. Study. Bro, that's yeah. mood music. It's Dude, mood music. All yeah. I listen to is rap and lo-fi. Like, that, that's yeah. literally <laughs> my entire... I feel like lo-fi gets me that's in the mood funny. to get things get things really? started. Yeah. Depends on the type of... That's the thing. Like, lo-fi isn't even like a singular genre. There's it's, a lot of it's different It's just ones, you, you, yeah. you're kind of like stitching other... You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah. She said there's some noise that lo-fi makes, and I'm like, all right. Whatever, bro. No, teach their own. Yeah. I can understand that. Teach their own. I just... I don't understand I agree. I, I love lo-fi. Like I, I, I don't. I can't imagine not. I, 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 I think back and I'm just like, dang. Like, what, what was I doing? What was I Without listening it. to before, before lo-fi? lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. like, what was I? I wasn't listening to anything in the background. I was just. I was listening to like SoundCloud EDM, bro. I still, I still, <laughs> I still do. Yeah. That's so. Now, maybe funny. not EDM, but like electronic, like synth yeah. music, you know. But a lot of it was yeah, lo-fi hybrid. But yeah, interesting. All right. Well, everyone, welcome to Facing the Music podcast. So excited to have you here for today's episode. Um, I'm here, Gray, as well as Julian and Zendo. Um, We are going to be talking, well, I don't want to even say we're going to be talking about because essentially what we did is kind of like, I like how how Zendo worded it. It's just a writing prompt, right? Kind of like a writing prompt. Like just pick a... just to simplify it, mindful music moments. So that can be a lyric, um, a theme in a song. I mean, that could, that can really go a lot of ways. So we all individually came up with some mindful music moments or some things that impacted us as we've been listening to music and, or even it could even be things from a long time ago, you know, that have, that, um, that we've held onto. Right. So that being said, who wants to go first? I want to hear yours, actually. You want to hear mine? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be happy to go first. So for mine, um, I I picked a, actually a chorus from a, a song from an album that I've been listening to very heavily lately by 21 Pilots, uh, oh. Scaled and Icy, so their newest album that they've released. Okay, the one that you just recommended me to yeah. check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that one. Yeah, this is probably like one of my favorite albums right now. And wow, okay. one of my favorite albums in a very long time. Like just phenomenal nice. overall. Now, this song is called Redecorate and it's the last track on the album, which I feel is very fitting. It's very interesting. Um, so the song, it it's not even, it's two verses and a, and like a, a uh, what's the word? Like a break? Not a break. Uh, a bridge. A bridge. Yes, bridge, yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. So it's two verses and a bridge. So the first verse is kind of like a sing songy, but like more of like a, a cadence of like a spoken word, like a like a, oh, like hip hop, right? Okay. And then it goes into the the next verse, kind of the chorus and the next verse, kind of about the same. Um, but it's still more like sing songy, more like melodic. And then. In the bridge, it goes into like uh, a complete like, just like a hard like hip hop style like hip hop esque music, right? And and production, and I love it. And then it goes back into the chorus. Now, the reason that I chose the well, before I get to why I chose the chorus out of everything, because I feel like the song in general is just very intriguing to me. Um, but essentially, the song is about three different um, 
three different individuals that are getting close to like death's door, right? And they're all kind of just, they're kind of all doing different things. So in the first verse, the first line in the song is taking inventory of his life. So it's just kind of like getting you in the mindset of like, okay, like just reminiscing, right? Kind of seeing what's, I just, I loved how that was worded, right? Taking inventory of your life, right? Like I never, I never think of it like that when I'm reminiscing or thinking about things, right? Um, and then it gets to the chorus um, and, and it's the same refrain every time, but it's, I don't want to go like this. At least let me clean my room. I don't want to leave like this because the last thing that I want to do is make my people make decisions wondering what to do. Wow. Should they keep it on display or redecorate? I don't know why. I just It's just so interesting. It kind of resonated with me just because, especially the part, um, I don't want to make my people make decisions wondering what to do. And I was like, wow, that's so interesting, right? Because like, you know, we don't talk about, it's like almost so taboo in our society to talk about death, right? And granted, like, personally, you have your ideas of like, oh, when I die, I want this to happen or I want this. But what if in a situation where you haven't thought about that, right? And, and a lot of times, like, you know, death is untimely, right? We're not necessarily expecting it. And I thought that was so interesting because it was oh. like, yeah, I don't want to leave, like, I don't want to leave all my loved ones just sitting here like, okay, what do we do with, with all this person's belongings? What do we do? about the ceremony. Like, there's so many things go into that, right? Like so many thoughts that you don't really think of until you're actually in that situation. So I thought it was so interesting. And I did a little more research into it because I was just so curious about you know, what made them um, what made them want to write this and why was it the last song on the album, right? Because it's just uh, so, it's kind of contrasting compared to the rest of the album. Interesting. Um, so yeah, essentially um, it's, it's all each um, the two verses and the and the the bridge are all based on on three different people, right? It's three individuals having type of like same type of like at death store like contemplating their life, right? So one of them is like, um, you know, like the reason why is I don't I don't want to go like this. At least let me clean my room. It's like at least let me get my my stuff in order, right? Because one is like he's kind of looking at around his room, kind of looking like all the things that he's collected over his life, but haven't really amounted to anything, right? Just kind of like your last thoughts, right? And so I thought that was so interesting. And that's super cool, man. Yeah, it, it's kind of it, it, I don't know. It just I listened to this song so many times, and I kept hearing it. I just every time I would listen to it, I'd pay more and more attention because I'm like, this is just. Uh, why like why why was this here why were why are they talking about this right and so apparently um the lead singer his he had a friend that their their son i, I want to say it was their son that died yeah. and so one of the verses is actually like kind of on that and like kind of how he felt after finding that out right and just kind of him thinking about like wow like you know it, it could it, like just kind of death and, and what it brings right so um i don't know all the details on that so i don't want to go too deep into exactly um like the whole situation but essentially it, one of those individuals that he's talking about in one of the verses is is loosely based on that um which i thought just was so interesting um, but yeah that was my mindful moment um wow that's so cool do you mind if i ask uh yeah. was there anything when while you were listening to the song that made you f reflect on something personally that happened to you or no was this something more like oh shit this really just this Not, is just interesting yeah. in general. Good question. No, I don't think there wasn't anything in particular that like I tied directly into my life. Yeah. But I just thought it was so it just resonated with me because I was like, wow, I never even thought about it like that. Right. Like it's so true, though. Like, you know, you don't want you don't. Especially when death is untimely. Right. 
there's already so many things that you have to think about and deal with, right? And then throwing in like, well, what would this person have wanted, right? And putting that pressure back on to the people that are now left in the world, right? After you're gone, there's so much to think about, right? And making sure like, you know, you're doing that individual justice and, and what they would have wanted, right? And kind of leaving that guesswork. So that, out of that course, that line in particular, just like, I don't want to make my people make decisions wondering what to do. That's cool. Yeah. And so he's just kind of considering, and then it just ends, should I keep it on display or redecorate? So it's like, oh, wow. should I keep everything out here like how it is or should I redecorate it? And I, I highly encourage anyone that hasn't heard the song to listen to it because then it'll yeah. kind of make more sense because there's certain parts like in the second verse, um, the individual that he's talking about, right, that's kind of close to death's door is um, like she has mirrors. Uh, she has... um um. Uh, like blankets and, and sheets over like these mirrors in a room, right? And it's supposed to be like this like metaphorical type of environment, right? Cool, yeah. And so, you know, kind of like that, like she pulls them off and then she starts, then it goes into the course. Like, should I keep it how it is or should I redecorate? Like what should, like, kind of just like contemplating the, the un, the very taboo parts of like death, right? And, and what that brings. So that was my, my, my lyric that just has been there like that, really just that whole track that's really been resonating with me recently. It's just so interesting. It always makes me think. That's awesome, man. I can't wait to I check out the that. album and check I out that, that song. Yeah, wow. I love the message behind it. It's a lot deeper, deeper than <laughs> yeah. I expected it to be. I was like, wow, this is <laughs> yeah, like no, making I, me think about life. <laughs> you know, I had, I had some other things that I was like, you know, some other, like, I was like, oh, man, this this verse goes harder. Like, this this lyric goes harder. Like, this metaphor goes harder. But then I was like, you know, this whole thing is just like, it just also, blew my mind, you know. It's also very original. I feel like there's rarely songs that talk about death and things like that, so that's really, really cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting, yeah, well. at least. Dope, 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 man. Can't wait to check it out. Yeah, who wants to share next? Well, wait, what was the name of the song again? It's called Redecorate. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Wow. And yeah. it's the last, it's the last you track You, like, painted a album. picture in my head now. Yeah, I can't well, wait. good, because yeah, yeah. the track does a lot better job of, of actually sure, painting the picture. But that was really cool. That was yeah. really cool. Thanks. And it's just such an interesting way to end this album. Um, yeah. For the last track of an album. Yeah. That's interesting. And, yeah. and it doesn't, it doesn't come off as morbid either though. Like it's very, um, it, it's still, it's yeah. introspective it's and, like it, not, and it's sad and it's, it invokes it's certain like emotion, but it's yeah. not depressing. And it, and it, it sums, it wraps up the album very well because the rest of the album is, is a lot of it is very like introspective. Um, the, so this album came out during COVID, uh, during COVID-19, like during the lockouts, lockdowns, excuse me. So the yeah. drummer, Josh Dunn, and um, I always forget the the lead singer's name, but the two, and they actually recorded this whole album. It was completely virtual. So oh, wow. um, Josh Dunn did the drums and That's then um, cool. I can always forget the lead. So Tyler, I think it's Tyler Joseph. Oh, um, he did the he did all the vocals and they just kind of put it together. So it's really interesting. Um, the cool. album kind of revolves around that theme of like, not, it's not like, you know, like, oh, yeah. COVID-19, like 24 seven or, or anything like that. But it has these elements of like, hey, this is how life is now. Right. And they kind of put it in perspective see, and an interesting perspective that I actually really like. But awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, you were right. Uh, Tyler Joseph. Tyler Joseph. Yeah. yeah okay. Just wanted good. to confirm that. I was going to yeah. say, I should know that. But. <laughs> no, no, I just want to confirm that. But um, dude, dope. Yeah. Wow. I, I just, yeah, I can't wait to check out the album now. I'm pretty hyped. So. I nice, do nice, like nice. Twenty One Pilots a lot. They're so good. What about They're you, really Zenda? What's you know, you lyrical? actually made me rethink my <laughs> yeah, because like it brought me back to a moment that I'd completely forgotten about. Um, because the idea of like okay, cool, well, because when you said like no one wants to, 
or maybe not, no, that's not really what you said because the message of it is thinking about like suicide or death from the perspective of those that are left to like yeah. take care of the logistical affairs, you know? And I've had that thought because like, you know, when you get into your dark moments, you're like, bro, I just want to disappear. Like, I just don't want to, it's not like you want to die. You're just like, I just yeah. want to deal with oh, this of anymore, course. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Of and, and I've always had that thought. Like, I really couldn't care less. Like, who showed up my, who showed up at my <laughs> funeral? I couldn't care less. Like, I really couldn't. It's like, you're dead. Like, you, that's the whole yeah, point. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And so it's like, I, like, and obviously as someone that's living and that I, I, it's not like I have suicidal ideation or anything like that. I think I come from a position of privilege to be able to say that right that's yeah. not the same for everybody else but i do know that part of that thought process for me came from a song which was um soulmate by mac miller off divine feminine Ooh, okay nice. yeah because he has oh, like a couple song. lines and, and i think what made it so like impactful was especially that was when i was getting into mac miller's discography and understanding how that was linked to his life and this is happening after he had already passed away you know and so he had lines you know like you think you're a god and like until you run out of time, you know, yeah. or, or basically like, line, yeah. everybody thinks they're immortal until it comes time to actually die, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then he asks, which it's a, a cliche line, but at that time it kind of hit me. He says like, like when you're gone, what will you leave behind? You know? Yeah. Like and your legacy. Yeah. yeah. Your legacy. Right. And this was actually in tandem, not with a, a piece of music, but, um, a stand-up comedy special that my brother had shown me. It's called, um, it's called Randy Writes a Book by Randy Feltface. Okay. And it's a really interesting, It's he's a freaking puppet, that's first of all. So it's just uh, trippy, right? You, you were it, showing me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the, the whole premise of that entire stand-up was him asking, like, do we need to leave behind a legacy, right? Like, I feel like there's this innate, like, the, like when it comes to, like, having children or there's something about the human experience that makes people want for a lot of people not everybody obviously it's different but people want their um their very being to extend beyond the mortal limitations of life you know beyond the 80 or so years you know you want to leave, leave behind some type of work some type of project that will inspire people in front of sure. you right but is that absolutely necessary to human existence right like can you be content with just living you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like can you just be content with not leaving behind a legacy and just living life of good deeds that well, you sure. only you well, because you have like this with. normality of things where it's like you have to leave something behind yeah exactly exactly like, you, know. you know and so i don't know like i think the concept of death is so interesting regardless of what religious creed you come from yeah regardless of what your theological slash metaphysical sure. beliefs are right like the because nobody knows right so yeah. at the end of the day can you be content with whatever you leave behind on earth right mm. because if you if you don't believe in an afterlife it could matter. It could not matter. Like, the, yeah. it's like one of those things. Like, it doesn't matter where you come from. Like, someone has a stance on whether or not you think, you know, you should leave something. Anyways, I'm, I'm kind of rambling at this point. But that was a real, because it, it no, made me good, reconsider what my ambitions and goals were. Because I realized that a lot of the things that I was seeking after were to have some type of legacy, you know. And that's very selfish. Like, so, for example, something like having kids, right? Like, not that you shouldn't want to have kids. But it's so much more than you saying, oh, I want to make sure right. that my, my lineage doesn't go out. I'm like, that's a pretty selfish reason to bring in <laughs> a whole consciousness, you know. Like, it's like you have to put a little bit more thought into yeah, that, yeah. you know. Sure. And so, between that and also just my artistic endeavors things that i've wanted to do i don't want those endeavors to be tarnished by a purely selfish desire for you know self prolongation you know what i mean i want i want yeah, those yeah. to be endeavors that i enjoy because i'm enjoying the time that i'm living here and now right you know? not yeah, to say yeah, that yeah. i i don't want those things to have longevity but to say that i don't want those to be my prime goals in pursuing I get those that. things you know yeah. and so mac miller definitely helped me I, I don't know that but at the same time sorry i know i'm 
uh, this is the dialogue. No, and these don't, things don't apologize, like, man. Music yeah. sparks this dialogue, right? Yeah. Because what made it so impactful was I felt bad. I almost felt like I owed Mac Miller to like to be the best that I could be because there are people like Mac Miller that ha didn't get that chance, right? Or sure. like, the, or that, that chance was, is no longer an option, you know, because yeah. of a untimely death. And so does it, but then it's, you know what I mean? So it's like, where does responsibility and expectation come into like you leaving behind your own legacy? Like, you know what I mean? It's just, a, it's a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a conversation. No, I mean, these are deeper topics than I expected to talk about. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Like, I, I actually feel bad because mine aren't as deep. <laughs> That's no, fine. Dude. It doesn't have no, to be deep. No, I know. No, no, but like, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. And honestly, the whole uh, soulmate, like the second you brought up soulmate, I knew exactly what yeah, you were talking yeah. about because that has a very, like me personally, I really love that song. And I don't know if you know, the opening of that is from Goodwill from Hunting. From Goodwill Hunting, my favorite and movie of all I time. I just yeah. want to cry. It's another reason why. Like, Robin Williams. And, and it's one of the most iconic yeah. lines in the whole movie yeah, because he's exactly. like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want? And it's tied into that same idea of like, what do you actually beautiful. want to do? It's a beautiful like, song. Yeah. It, you, you have a bunch of people telling you what you might want to do based yeah. on, you but know. But what do you want to do? But what do you actually want to do? Like, Stripping away all yeah, these other societal it's a beautiful norms. song, yeah. Yeah, so there's many reason for me to love that song, and oh, those are just a few. No, these are those were really good ones. I actually thought I had the best one, but now you guys beat me. <laughs> <laughs> um, not it's that not this a is competition. Yeah, not competition. Not that this is a yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. Recording. I apologize. <laughs> sorry, I didn't even. Yeah, I know this isn't a competition, but I was very excited no, to good. talk mm. about mine. But I'm like, damn, you guys kind of killed it. So <laughs> um, go for it. No, sure, really I want to hear. Um, so I actually have two, but I'll I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um, so the first one, and actually, I'm going to say I have lyrics written down, and don't worry, I'm not going to rap the whole entire song. <laughs> You're good. Um, so this was with Loot. Um, I've been a fan of Loot for a while That's now. Right. Um, just kind of a brief for me. I've been listening to him since the very beginning of Dreamville, like since like when he dropped 1990, West 1996 Part 1, mm -hmm. before Part 2. So I'm very, very aware of Loot. Very underground rapper, part of Dreamville. Anyways, he dropped a new album, uh, Gold Mouth. And I was pretty excited. You know, I've been waiting some time and then he dropped and yeah. So he has a song called overnight pretty much. And there's like the, the first line of the song is he's, he's pretty much saying, I'm not trying to be no legend. I'm not a rapper, just good with words. Right. And then later on the hook, he's like, you can't tell me, you can't tell me how I feel. The shit's my life. I can't tell you this ain't happened overnight when you ain't got shit to lose. Got to roll the dice. I ain't got nothing to prove. This ain't no overnight. So something about that, um, I want to explain the lyrics first and then talk about my experience with Luke. Sure. <laughs> um, so I want to say a couple months ago, I was on Twitter. I'll make it brief. I don't want to make yeah, a big nah. whole thing out of it. But yeah, I was on Twitter and I've noticed like throughout the years that I follow Lute on Twitter and he's like, when people want new music from him, they're like, hey, like we want new music. They'll just tweet at him and he'll like respond with like a, a comment that I don't know. I just me personally as a fan i was just like surprised i would never really say anything i was just like okay maybe he's just having a bad day or something right and then yeah one day i was just like i noticed it again and then i just, i had to respond to the comment i forgot exactly what he was oh yeah i do remember someone was saying to him um loot could be your top five it was a, it wasn't even a bad thing it was pretty much a compliment he was saying loot could be your top five best rapper if you just drop more music because it's been some time since he's dropped music yeah. and then he responded saying well i'm not one of those rappers Got me frustrated. I don't know why. I, got, I usually, like, I'm rarely on social media anyways, but when I was, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to respond. I'm, I wasn't even expecting him to respond. I was just like, yo, it got me a little frustrated as a fan. So I'm like, hey, dude, how about you just make new music? You know what I mean? Maybe I shouldn't have responded. I probably should have responded a little bit better, but pretty much just saying, like, dude, he's giving you a compliment. Like, just respond to your fans nicely. And then he responded to me <laughs> saying, I don't have to. Like, I'm my own person and just kind of, like, yeah, giving me a negative mm -hmm. response. And that 
kind of affected me just because I'm a fan and I want more music too. So I understood the fan. I understood why that fan said that. And I was just like, wow, he responded to me, which was kind of interesting. So then he drops, he drops the album. And then when I heard that song overnight, it really, I don't know why, like personally, maybe after that interaction with him online, sure. I got a better idea of who he is as a person, like kind of like in that first line. I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy. I'm, I'm good with words. I'm not a rapper. Like these are things where I'm like, oh shit, like it doesn't seem like, I mean, it seems like he loves doing hip hop, but there's more to the life than just being a rapper. I obviously sure. knew that, but him like responding to that and also saying, all this doesn't happen overnight. This is hard work, what I'm doing here. You guys don't understand, like, the time and the hustle it takes to be yeah. me. And plus, I don't know what he's going on day to day. So I guess, like, long story short, with the whole mindful lyrical moment, I guess for me it kind of put me in a different perspective of an artist to automatically assume, yo, make music, make music. Like, these people are human right. beings too. Like I said, I always knew this. It just, I'm just going to be a little bit more prepped in the future if I ever see that again or if I ever, like, want more music from another individual, like, just got to realize, I mean, they're just human beings at the end of the day, just like anybody else. And I don't know. It's just kind of like for some reason after like listening to that one specific song, and it was also the last song in the album, just got a lot of perspective. And I was like, shit, man, he's probably going through a lot. Um, And it just made me think about that individual a lot more than the artist. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. And then I have uh, I have one more last uh, lyrical. It will be short, though. Nothing crazy. Dude, you're good. While you're looking for that, like, yeah, you you put me on because I've been listening to that song a lot. And oh, okay. <laughs> I've had a lot of like inner dialogue. Yeah, because like sure. the expectations we have for artists, yeah, you know, yeah. and kind of going back to that thing of like leaving a legacy. Like, if you're an artist in any field, I think the the purest form of artist, and, and you know, this is just that this is biased, but is to just do art for art's sake. You know, like yeah. with it, we have it unattached from other people's opinions about it. And it's hard to do that when you're making, you want to make a living and then you have celebrity culture and all these voices then weigh in on your artistic process, you know? And then you have, I don't want to call it diluted because it can, it, it's just a different form from what it would have been if it had been authentically you with no external input, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just an interesting thing. No. Yeah. I, uh, literally the whole purpose of that song that I got from it was like, damn, like it really put me in a lot more perspective and it, I, I'm, I'm almost disappointed in myself. Cause like I said, I've always, I know human beings, like, these are human beings at the end of the day. I've always known this, but I feel like after listening to that song, gave me, I'm going to be more aware of that in the yeah, future. Really. Yeah, so. for sure. And then I just had a, a little bit of extra one. This is honestly nothing super crazy. It's just more of, like, okay. a trippy lyric. It's nothing, like, deep, like, the last ones that we've been talking about. But it is a lyric that's been in my head these last couple of months, and I just keep going back to it. It's from a Mac Miller leak. You're probably not going to find it. It's called Mrs. Deborah Downer. It's a weird song. Very trippy, but there's this line where he's like, do I need to, he pretty much says in the song, like, do I need to know the beginning to see the end? What's the difference of what we see and what we pretend? Pretty much is very, like, pretty much questioning reality, like, very trippy, like, um, what mm. our brains perceive is, like, is this what we're really seeing? Like, mm. is, is any of this really real? I'm not saying I'm always contemplating that all the time. I just felt like that lyric just made it, you think. It just made me think, and it made sure. me, if anything, it made me think more on what Mac Miller was going through at the time than what I'm going through. So it was just more thinking of how an, an, another individual feels. Plus, I just think the lyric is just just fire. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it seems like a very introspective Almost like he's talking to himself. Yeah, exactly. It, it yeah, sounds yeah. like a I, like it sounds like a dialogue that Mac Miller would have. Exactly, himself. and it just for some reason that line just kind of stuck to me. Not that I'm thinking about questioning reality. Yeah, anything. it's just more of a different mindset. But no, definitely, this was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> Got I deeper think. than I expected to. Yeah. Well, that was the whole point. You know, I just think. Yeah. yeah. You know, we we spend so much time talking about artists, but really, like, 
what part makes of, up those artists, yeah, right? and, and what and, makes them impactful. And facing the music, I think, is looking at those specific moments that people actually listen to music and it, yeah. it touches them, you know? So I, I thought we'd kind of not model that because it's not, I don't think it's that people don't do that by themselves, you yeah, know? Yeah. But create a forum for people to have those moments, yeah, you know, to course. like reflect on the music they've listen, listened to and really appreciate the waves that it's created in your life, you know? Definitely. Yeah, um, definitely more mindful moments to come from facing the music. Uh, thank you all for for tuning into this episode. Uh, we appreciate all your patronage and we're just so excited to be able to have this format to, you know, really just speak about what what moves us and what what makes music so impactful and meaningful to us. And I hope for, I, I, I could say this for all three of us, I'm sure that we hope that uh, you all feel the same way. And we want to hear your mindful moments too, like your things that are um, you know, it doesn't even have to be a lyric. It can, it can be a song, you know, it can be something that's meaningful to you. Right. I mean, I think I, I always will, um, sound the sentiment that music is a very personal thing and, and, and we are always thankful for anyone that wants to share with us. Right. Um, cause sometimes that's not always easy, but thank you everyone again for facing the music with us today and we will see you next time. See you. Yep. Can't wait.